why I wanted to read about Colossians. Because in Colossians, it's all about Jesus Christ as the head of the church. He's the one at the center. He's the one that's in control and leading everything. And, and um, the, the first week, the first of January, we saw this prayer in Colossians. I pray that you will be filled. And there was this big, long prayer with all these things that every single one of us could relate to part of that. And last week in our, our small groups, we, we saw that actually the, the, the fulfillment, the answer to that prayer, it is Jesus Christ. He's the source. He's the one that provides all of those things. He is the source. And, and today, part of the message is actually about some fruitfulness. And I've got some fruit to share. There's a Fijoa tree there at, at the front there. And I've actually got some plums. So I'll show you some plums. I picked them off my tree yesterday. Actually, there's some fruit bursts down there for the end of the service as well. That, that, that might be exciting. These plums that we picked off the tree, and they're delicious and tasty, and about 10 people can come and try them afterwards if, if you like. Um, and, and I've got one little action that I'd like you to take away this week to remember the main point of, of this little part of the message. And the message says, it's, it's the verses that Josh read earlier. Um, did you guys all get one of these? It's a great little handout that um, Sasha put together that has got all the content that we're looking at this month. But this, listen to this. Just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, deeply rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. And so last week, there was these verses about bearing fruit, this fruit being bought, the fruit of the gospel being born all around the world and this prayer that would be filled with the knowledge of God and bear fruit in every part of our lives. And then it tells us what's the key to that bearing fruit. And it's this verse here that says that you may continue to live your life in Christ, deeply rooted in him. Deeply rooted in Christ. That's the answer to bearing fruit. And all that Ian was sharing about prayer that's the answer to bearing fruit in our lives individually and as a church. We need to be deeply rooted in Christ. So here's an action. Um, I, I, I know that the kids will be able to do it. I don't know if the adults will be able to do it, but we'll give it a go. What you do is you take your two hands and, and hold them up. Can you do this? Okay, so you are bearing fruit. In each of your hands, there's some fruit but there's actually a secret action, okay? I'm going to tell you what that is. I'd like you to wiggle your toes, okay? So wiggle your toes. So you're bearing fruit, and people can see the fruit, but they might not be able to see your toes. You've got shoes on, some of you, and, and your toes are wiggling, and these represent the roots that are deeply embedded into Christ. Whenever we want to bear fruit and do good works, actually the important part is where are the roots, are they deeply embedded in Christ and in God's Word? So we're bearing fruit, but actually our feet are wiggling, our toes are wiggling, because we're deeply rooted in Jesus Christ. That's all I really wanted to share. Except for, do you remember on Christmas Day, those who were here, we, we were in the service and just 
before the service, we realized that, oh no, we, we don't know if we can go ahead because there's no sound. There's no sound system. Everything crashed, everything broke down, it didn't work. And it turns out that there was one teeny tiny little plug that wasn't in properly, that had come out. That, that thing that connected all of the sound system with the source of the power, that one thing had become dislodged. And isn't that the same in our life? When that one thing, that one place of prayer and relationship with God gets disconnected, nothing else works. This is the one thing we need to find ourselves back in Christ again. I'm going to invite the worship team. We're going to conclude again with um, some songs of worship. And during this time, I'd just love you to consider there's actually been a lot of different components of our service, different ways that God has spoken to you. God will have spoken to you. might have been through the communion time and what Josh said. might have been through what Ian shared. might have been through what David shared. might have been something else that the Holy Spirit prompted you with today. But as we take time and worship, what we're really doing is surrendering our lives and worship to Jesus again afresh today. It doesn't matter if you've been in this church for 150 years already, or, or whether you're here visiting for the first day. It doesn't matter whether you've been a Christian for as long as you can remember, or you haven't yet made that decision. During our worship time, what we're doing is simply surrendering our life to Jesus afresh today might be the start of a new journey, but let's stand together and sing.